Hey guys, and welcome to Smart Women Read Romance, a book review podcast where we fangirl over all things romance. I'm Juliette. And I'm Jessen. Today we'll be reviewing Mile High, the first book in the Windy City series by Liz Tom Ford. Before we dive in, make sure that you subscribe to the podcast on your preferred podcast platform and please rate and review us. If you want more romance discussions, follow us on our social media pages at SWReadRom, join our Facebook group The Swoon Zone, and follow Jessen on her YouTube channel Jessen Reads Romance. If you'd like some podcast extras, become a patron of the podcast on Patreon, where we have extra content, including exclusive episodes and give away free enamel pins, stickers, books, and bookmarks. And of course, a special shout out to our patrons for all of your support. We love you guys. We love you guys. Yes. All right. Chit chat. So I feel like we're playing so much catch up. Um, I know. Now, since it's been so long, since we've recorded <laughs> I- our regularly scheduled podcast. Yes. And, you know, lots of lots is going on. Lots is going lots on. Lots of things. Lots of things. So, you know, I think we'll probably be talking about this for the next little while. But uh, <laughs> Juliet's series, the Sayersville series, has closed out. And to wow. commemorate that, Juliet got something very special to commemorate I that. Did. Do you want to tell about that? Yes. So I got a special tattoo um, with symbols from the wolf gone wild and i can't help but look at it while i'm talking to you guys i'm like staring at it but i really wanted it to be kind of like the bracelet style to go all the way around my wrist Mm -hmm. um and so i have like the moon and the stars and the paws yeah so it's like Um, all that like filigree and the symbolism from the top of the wolf gone wild um and like the little herbs and the little designs that are in the corner and the top and stuff so it wraps all the way around my wrist because I just really, I mean, this is obviously a very special series to me (laughs) and has been very important to me as a writer, has really changed um, a lot of things in my life. And yeah, I wanted a special tribute. And so I love it. And I love, it's like all color. There's no black at all. It's completely color. Yes. So Um, it it reflects all the colors that were, that was actually on the book itself. Right. Right. And my husband was like, he was like, the yellow stars really fade in your pale skin. I'm like, thanks. I'm sorry. I'm fucking pale. (laughs) We're pointing out. I was like, you should outline it. I'm like, no, I don't want to. (laughs) I want them just like that. They're fine. I want them how I want them. Sir, do I comment (laughs) on your tattoos? (laughs) Yes, exactly. Which he's been getting a plethora himself. I love it. I love how like Juliet, so their first tattoo was a few years ago. Um, Mm -hmm. Not, not there. Her husband had tattoos before. Yeah. But uh, her tattoo was a family tattoo and they got it together, which um, was inspired tattoo that I got recently. Yes. (laughs) But um, they've had tattoo fever ever since, her husband especially. <laughs> he just got a new one like last week or this week. This week. It was earlier this week. And I was like, okay, my next tattoo. I'm like, what are you talking your about your next, next tattoo? Like, what's happening over here? <laughs> so I can't even talk because I got yeah. three. I got three so tattoos. At yes, the same, exactly. I got tattoos at the same time. So, so okay, let's hear so about this, yours. This was, this was uh, my reasoning on like, Justin, why would you get three tattoos? First of all, <laughs> they're tiny. They're not like, they're not like huge ass tattoos. Yeah. You know? um, it took. They're delicate and pretty. I want to say it took maybe 45 minutes total for me to get all three of them. Like it's, yeah. it's, it's not a big deal, guys. Yeah. Okay. Um, but. So the tattoos that I got are all on my, like, forearms or wrists or, you know, something something that's very close to my hands. And since I recently graduated uh, from nursing school, going to be starting my job in the hospital, there's lots of hand washing. And I was like, you know, <laughs> I was like, because I was thinking, I was like, oh, I, w- I want this tattoo. But mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, but I kind of want this one. And then I was thinking, I was like, oh, my God, how? how's that gonna work if i want wrist yes. tattoos i was like how's it gonna work because tattoos take time to heal and i know that you can wear you know the second skin stuff on top but yeah. like eventually you need to take it off okay right and i was just like i just want them to be actually healed before i before start you start work so like as soon as i graduated i was like i think i'm gonna have to see if she has a spot open um <laughs> because it's going to the same tattoo artist as juliet and her family go to i was like i think i'm gonna have to see if she has a spot open like asap because <laughs> <laughs> I want time for these damn things to heal. But um, one of the tattoos that I got, again, like I said, it was inspired by Juliet um, and her family's tattoos. They got one that was special to their family in Elvish. And yes. I freaking loved it. I remember the first day we were actually podcasting, like the first day that I saw it um, in I don't know what episode it was, but I was just like staring at it. I was just like, I love yeah. it. It's actually like, my daughter's favorite tattoo. It. It's so pretty. Elvish is so pretty. It is so pretty. It's just so you cool. Know? So I was like, oh man. So I always wanted to have an Elvish hat- 
elvish tattoo i just didn't know what i wanted and then i kind of got the idea once i was thinking about tattoos i was like oh now that i'm out of nursing school i don't have to worry about covering them you know right you have to cover the visible ones which the ones i already have they're not visible i right. didn't have to worry about covering them at all it was fine covered with clothes we're good and so I was, like, thinking where I wanted them. And I was like, man, I really want that Elvish tattoo. So I finally got my Elvish tattoo. It's, and it's so on pretty. my forearm. It's so Juliet's beautiful. Are, Juliet's is longer. And hers is going lengthwise down mm-hmm. her forearm. And mine is short. Yours is about the same size as mine, though. Yeah. It, I think my lettering might be just, like, a little. It looks a little bigger. Yeah. Thicker. Yeah. Yeah. But mine's under the crease of my elbow. So yeah. that was one of the ones that I got. But I, yeah, it tattoo. It's so funny when I was booking the appointment too. I was like, uh, so I want three, I need to get three tattoos. And they're like, is that three tattoos for the same, on the same person? I'm like, yeah, I know it's weird to request this, but I kind of need them all at the same time. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> I need them all. I want them. Uh, and of course, but I they're so them pretty. Time, but yeah, yeah. I, I really like so yeah katie did a great job she's just so good at the delicate work you know she's so sweet yeah when we saw her this week again and she gave us both a big hug she's like she's like our buddy now it's like katie what are we getting now we're here again (laughs) (laughs) oh lord yes i love it i love it so anyway that's that's one of the things that we've been up to yes our time away getting new ink celebratory ink Love celebrating that, uh, those accomplishments. You know what I'm saying? You yep. know what I'm saying? But we're so happy to be back and talking about books that we love again. We are talking about books. I am so excited. Everyone yes. was wondering when we were coming back, and I did not have a specific date um, for the longest time because I was like, I just, everything's up in the air, and I just don't want to commit to a date. <laughs> so the closer it got to the actual end of my nursing uh, program, I was like, okay, now I can start thinking about, like, what right. day would we come back for? And then starting to think about all the books that we haven't talked oh. about yet. Like, I feel like right now we're playing catch up because we are. there's quite a few books that I feel like were pretty popular during our hiatus. hiatus and I'm just like, mm-hmm. I'm not, I, we haven't talked about them. Yeah. And we're not skipping them. We're not skipping them. <laughs> and Mile High just so happens to be one of them. Oh, yeah. Mile High by Liz Tom Ford. Oh, my God. So I actually first heard about this book from Caitlin, the love librarian, and uh, Caitlin was just like swooning over this book. And I was like, oh man, I am in the mood for some hockey romance. Hockey like started picking up traction during Mm -hmm. the fall last year. And it's so funny now because of course, like book talk like is full of like hockey stuff. It's really funny. We'll talk about that in next episode whenever we talk about the right move. But I picked this book up and I don't even know that I was prepared to love it so much. Like I was just, I don't know. I don't want to say that I go into sports romances not expecting a lot, but they're definitely a contemporary romance that I feel like is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. And I, it's just a, it's just a book that I don't normally have high expectations. I, and I remember, into. I remember this was at a time I wasn't, I wasn't reading a whole lot and you were just gushing over this. I'm like, Hey, I've got to, I've got to, I've got to read this book. It was before you decided to put it on the podcast, mm-hmm. but I should have known. <laughs> it was going, Silly if, me. If I'm, if Silly I'm talking me. to Juliet about a book, it's yeah. most likely going to end up on the podcast because I only really like go into deep conversations about books that, yeah. Either I really love or really hate. Yes. So it's, I'll it's get the, the venting other. session or the just fangirly session. Exactly, you know? exactly. So let's talk a little bit about the characters first before we get into the spoiler section. Um, first off, we have Stevie Shay, my, my little Stevie girl. Mm-hmm. She is a flight attendant. She has worked on uh, charters for, you know, professional athletes in the past, but she's never worked for a hockey team before. And this particular hockey team, the Raptors, which are based in Chicago, they have signed a new contract where the same flight crew stays on for the whole season. So Stevie um, and then Indy, who becomes her friend later, and another girl, Tara, they're the same flight attendants for the whole time. Now, she is actually the sister of a pretty famous basketball player. Her brother, (laughs) Ryan Shea, is... Is he a point guard? I can't remember. Yes. I think he's... I think... I'm pretty sure he is. Um, We'll get into that in his book. Don't worry. (laughs) But Stevie is kind of keeping that relationship under wraps. And And that's her twin brother. Her twin brother. You know, and they're very close. She's recently moved to Chicago because her brother was like, hey... Why don't you come live next to right. me? They're, I think they grew up in Tennessee. They went to school in South Carolina. So they've kind of been all over the place. And 
interestingly enough, Stevie has a run-in with this playboy <laughs> on her first time on this new plane, and the interaction is interesting. So, oh yeah, our guy, our guy, <laughs> Evan Zanders, affectionately known as Z, 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 Z Daddy. You know, we'll get Z to that. Daddy. We'll oh God, that. I love that. <laughs> He's a hockey player with a playboy reputation. And this reputation is actually enforced by his agent. He and his best yes. friend have the same agent. This is very interesting. Yes. And so his best friend, Madison, is like the family guy. He's been with like, mm-hmm. the same girl since he was in college. They got married. They have two kids. And he has like the wholesome family man reputation. Yeah. Which contrasts with It's like the good guy, friend. bad boy yeah, bad situation. Boy. Exactly. And so our first impression of Xander's is he is a playboy. Oh, yeah. He loves going to away games because, you know, the girls are throwing at themselves at him. Yeah. And he loves all that. And then the he first interaction with Stevie is that she is actually trying to give her a little spiel about, hey, you're in the emergency exit. And are you willing to help people now that you're sitting there? And he assumes that she's asking for an autograph and he's a douchebag about it. Oh, he's such a douchebag. And I'm like, no, we can't. <laughs> Oh, my God. I can't wait to talk about this whole emergency exit thing. <laughs> it's so Can funny. we please? So, of yeah. course, their interaction leads to Z being like, hold up, who is this? And yeah. it all unfolds from there. And Because yeah. she's not impressed by celebrities. No. Her brother is like a celebrity, you know. Exactly. Sports celebrity. And she's so. like, my guy, I'm trying to I'm do my job. I'm just doing my job. job. I'm trying to do my job. Douchebag. You're, you're an asshole. So <laughs> absolutely not. No special treatment for you. Um, so I love this. I love this. And, of course, <laughs> it's a forbidden relationship because there's no fraternization policy. Oh, Tara. Tara with no head flight policy. attendant. We'll get into her as oh, well. Oh, yeah. We're going to so talk anyway, about her. Anyway, guys, if you have not read Mile High by Lesson Ford, what are you doing? Oh, yes. Go pick it up. Yes, you must. And then come back and chat with us. Okay, guys. In the spoiler (laughs) section. So one thing I have to say. So when we're talking about the whole emergency exit thing, I immediately, because because I've been flying a lot more recently, And I always seem to be sitting near the exit row. And one time I was, and they do. You have to visit, verbally say, yes, I am prepared. Like, I think on our way back from a polycon, not this past maybe polycon, th- the way I was on an exit row seat. Yes. On the small plane. Like, yes. So I was really by the exit, like, door and stuff. And she did ask me. She was just She's like, like oh, I, just, if, you, if you, you know, this please, is a, please say yes if you, you agree. Can you read this paper for yes. emergency row exit? I'm like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah. So they really do do that, which is really <laughs> funny. <laughs> but um, so this is their spot. They always sit there. Yes. Madison, Madison and, and Z, Z that's always their, sit on the exit And they're row. best friends. Um, I do love so this is what's I think is so genius about this setup is that he is a legit playboy. He loves this whole like, you know, yes, yes, whatever. But what he doesn't like is that that's all he's known for. You know, that he yes. is just a shallow, you know, um bad boy who gets all the girls and you know parties Which all is, the time. That's part that he does enjoy. He does enjoy being able because like when yes. we first meet him, I mean, the way that Liz Humford sets up his character is that he he's already like looking at He's his looking notes through his app. list. Yes. He has a notes app with every city that they go to away games on the and girls. he has the girls that he's hooked yes. up with in the past and like he describes the sexual encounter that he has so that he he knows the girl by like he'll remember the sexual encounter not her name. Yes. So <laughs> Yes. He seems like such a douche shallow. And yes. this was an interesting thing. The first time that I read this book, I was like, I don't know if I'm going to like this. I was like, I don't like characters like him. I was yeah. like, I don't like characters like Z. Me I don't neither. Like the ultra playboy guy. Me neither. I'm not into that. But I think something that Liz Tom Ford did that was very smart is we quickly, quickly go into like his and Madison's relationship. Mm-hmm. And Madison is bringing up like, Hey, you need to talk to Rich. I don't think I don't like, like I don't him like, doing I don't that. like him forcing you into this role. Like you're not really like that, my guy. So we have like an endorsement yes. from his best friend that this is not all Z is. We, I think that was smart. It was very smart. And we also learned quickly that Madison and Z are they're like co chair of this um important charity Active together. Minds. Active minds together. And no one knows about it. And Madison even says to him was like, dude, if it weren't for you, I would never have come out of my depression. Like you were the one because we learned that Z is very self-aware because he went through a lot of therapy, like um personally, personal growth. And so he's very much like pro therapy, pro like talking through it, very communicative. Like I was like, okay, this is really cool that he's this self-aware and like, you know, just like 
it was I immediately liked him. I didn't dislike him. Yeah. You know, even though he's flipping through and finding the chick for the night, and she of course exactly Stevie sees it and she's like. Yes. Dude, what a douchebag. <laughs> like, she totally so, is like, ew. <laughs> I think that, again, like like we were talking about, like the initial impression of Z talking about how he loves away games and Madison saying that he hates away games because he doesn't want to be away from his wife. His wife just had a baby, too. It's like a week old, their son. Yeah. And I just really, really appreciated that Liston Ford made his character a lot more nuanced than just the playboy right, right off the bat. Because yeah. I needed that. I needed that as a reader to stick around. Yeah. Because if it would have just been like, ooh, playboys, can't wait to, you know, bang this chick, you know, mm-hmm. once we get over there. And maybe I can actually bang the other chick, too, that's texting me as well. Like, right. Like, for one night. Um, we learned the I, hidden I depths pretty that. quickly. And he goes into you his know? background with Madison. They went to college. Well, they mm-hmm. were rivals in college. Um, and they actually ended up by going to the same therapist. Mm-hmm. And that's how they started to but actually they became, become friends. friends. And now they're on the same team yeah. together. And Madison was in a bad place. Like, yes. And his – so his two best friends are Madison and Madison's wife, Logan. Logan. And so we also have these scenes where he goes and he plays with their little girl and their newborn son, like – they're his the children. Like, side. that's his his niece and nephew, he calls them, you know, even though they're not blood related. And I love this. I love this because, again, she just does such a good job of, yes, this is his life. He's the bad boy, you know, hottie, whatever, but it's getting more all the girls. Of his but he's more persona. Yes. And he is single. So there's nothing really wrong with There's nothing wrong the with girls, it than going with girls. The, the girls know the score, right. that it's a one night thing. Right. They're not expecting anything. So, like, nobody's getting hurt in this situation. And he's not, del- he, and he's not like, you know, locker room bashing them or anything. Yeah. It's just like he likes sex and he likes women. Okay. Exactly. <laughs> you know, and he's single. Why not? You know, um, and all that we get in the first chapter. Like oh, we yeah. Get all of this in the first chapter, exactly. which I thought was very smart. And then, exactly. of course, enter Stevie. Where <laughs> Stevie is just kind of like, actually, I wasn't going to ask for your autograph, douchebag. I was trying to give my emergency exit speech. So yeah. um, you need to listen? verbally tell me, are you? Um, I need are you, you acknowledge me. <laughs> Look, y'all, these scenarios where he loves it when she comes to do her emergency thing. So he can like just like. I fuck her and then play with her and like torture her is hilarious. So he it's decides hilarious. that since she's giving him sass, which he actually likes, he says he dislikes it, but he actually really likes it. He decides that he's going to uh, keep pressing the button to call her and be like, Come constantly, back, I would I like a spritzer. This. And he's and she's, she's like, like yeah, don't get it. It's it's in the back. Like you're all free to go get it. And he's like, no, I want you to go get it for me. And I would so, like, like a cup, cup of ice too. It becomes a shtick. It <laughs> becomes their thing. Okay. Then and he I runs like her it. ass off. I love it. The whole flight. I love it. And then we learn about you know Stevie. Working on this flight, um, she had a conversation with Tara, who is the yes. lead flight attendant or whatever, and she is very, very adamant that Stevie and Indy, who are both new, mm-hmm. know that there's a no fraternization policy. She also, like, um, tells Stevie, you might want to get, you know, a, a better fitting uniform or something along those lines. Like, she or basically implies... implies that she's wearing too tight of a uniform. Like, right. Is she, is she like, trying to be provocative? Are you trying to be provocative or whatever? Because Stevie's a curvy girl and she's a little self-conscious about it as well. And we learn, like, the history about that, about basically her mom. So her, uh, her dad is black, her mom is white, and her mom just because she talks a lot about how she never felt like skinny enough or blonde enough or whatever to fit into what her mother's mold right very socialite sort of society her Her mom mom was was very into that type of like kind of debutante lifestyle and rushing and sororities and stuff like that and she her she felt like her mom was trying to pigeonhole her into right that type of girl that type of girl her at all right stevie is a um she loves thrifting she loves wearing secondhand she likes wearing baggy clothes because they're comfortable and also because she has some body image issues i will say that i'm pretty particular when it comes to writing heroines with body image issues just because I think that it's, at least for me, painful as a reader who, you know, we have body image issues. Right. I think that everyone has body image yes. issues. But sometimes it's too painful for me to read self, self-hatred self in right. my heroine because I right. want I want to relate to her. And I'm just like, it reminds me of stuff that I don't like about myself. And it's, sometimes it's just too much. And I think that exactly. Lisa Ford does such a great job of, like, giving you just enough glim- glimpse into her she has some insecurities, but it's but not. But they don't always get the better of her. Right. They're not Sometimes overwhelming. She is confident. Yes. And then other times her 
insecurities, you know, they'll come to the forefront because she takes a hit just like whenever Tara told her about her um, uniform. At first, she was planning on going out and maybe, like, having a little hookup in the city, you know? Right. I love that she's, like, on the app, like, looking for a guy. And then she's like, like, because I'm more confident when I know I'm not going to see this guy again. Right. So, like, I kind of do want to hook up with somebody. Um, Oh, my God. perfectly fine. (laughs) And as soon as Tara makes that comment, she's like, maybe I don't want to. Never mind. Yeah. I just want to stay home. I just want to stay in the hotel room and not go anywhere. It kind of, like, fucks with her head. Which is, to me, that, to me, was very normal and Mm -hmm. real, like, I can relate to that, having yes. those thoughts. You know what I mean? But like, as, as soon as she gets to um, the bar, she's, she's flirting with she's the bartender. She's confident and good to go. Exactly. Yes, like, so she's she believes again. in herself. She's like, maybe I'm going to hook up with this guy now. This guy's been flirting with her all night. She's all like, night. I'm totally, like, going to get with him. Yes. And then. And then. Guess who shows up? And I love. Oh. Okay, so. <laughs> this move. So Liz does something that I love, and it's the Cajun. Oh, it's the best. <laughs> The it's Cajun so by a big, hot, manly man um, does something for me. So he cages her in against the bar and is just like, no, she doesn't want another drink. And is like speaking for her and stuff. And she's like, excuse me? The bartender. Yeah. And who are you? And But she won't turn around because she knows their faces are so close. And she's also talked about how fucking attractive he is. He's like, he is, he he is fucking hot. Hot. He's okay, like he is one of those so men hot. That likes Ugh. to dress well. Oh my god! And so, she's a thrifty, and she loves dressing in her sweatpants and yeah, stuff. I love loved, it. And he is like three piece suit and has like Y'all. you know he's dripping in jewels. You this know what I call suit porn? Oh, suit porn! I fucking it's love it. It's just mm, delicious. Beautiful. I, I love a man with like a tailor. Yeah. Suit. Oh my god. Seriously. Anyway, okay. Seriously. <laughs> getting get a little carried away I here. Know. <laughs> And she talks about his, you know, how his um, ink looks on his dark skin and his gold chains. And he just looks beautiful all the time. And even smells good. She hates him for it. Yeah. You know, how dare you smell good? How dare you? And (laughs) look like that. Love it. Yeah. So, so much. So we have this very sexy scene in the bar where he's like, and so here's the thing. This is where he goes, you following me? Um, Is that how he says you following me? Yeah. Yeah. That's their thing. Um. And she's like, no, I'm not following you. That becomes like a thing between them. Like, you're following me? It you know? Beca- I love whenever I naturally feel yes. like this. Because like this first interaction when he first says, you following me or whatever. And hey, she's the been bar, there. She was like, um, I came over here because this is the closest sports bar to my hotel. <laughs> to my hotel. I've been here I all night. a burger and a beer. Like, sir, I'm not <laughs> following you. And like, like, you're so arrogant to think that I would follow mm-hmm. you. Like, why would I want to be around you? You're, you're insufferable. This is what I find so fascinating though is usually the arrogant cocky ones just like put me off but he's like endearingly yeah. cocky you because know we it's have like the contrast with when they get home he's going to to uh, play with Logan his little and niece and, and yes his niece literally bypasses the dad <laughs> to go hug Z yeah, daddy Z. Uncle Z what <laughs> Uncle did you bring Z. me oh yeah, my where's god my present? EJ, sweet, and then she takes his girl. present and puts it right on the it's fridge and then sits and stares at it like <laughs> she loves it so, so much oh my god I just love and okay so we get like the real sense we have some background on even though mentally he's you know struggled with his mental health in the past yeah he's in a better place right now but I wouldn't say that the the triggers why he had so much anger when he was in college all that's still there so we learn that Z's background is um he has an older sister she was yeah. away at college and he was 16 when the mom left up and left for another guy who had yeah, more money more money left her dad for money and the dad, actually, his response was, you know, he's devastated that his wife left him. Of course, he felt emasculated. He's like, wow, yeah. he left me because I didn't have enough money for her. His response was to throw himself into work. work. So much to so work that harder. Z felt like he was abandoned by his dad as well. That yeah. his dad was working overtime. He was never home. He used to go to all of these uh, hockey games and stuff. And all mm-hmm. of a sudden, he just dropped off at the face of the earth. And so, Z feels like he doesn't have a family. He's still close with his sister. Sister doesn't yeah, live Lindsay. anywhere yeah. near. Who I love, too. She's a great love character. Lindsay. Wonderful character. Um, Liz Tom Ford injects so much personality into yes, every into character. Yes, into just secondary characters. And I love character. that. It feels more real when the secondary characters aren't just these flat, two-dimensional like people. Rio. Hello, you know, like Rio. Hello, Rio is one of my Rio! Oh, so my God. Cute. We're going to talk like about Rio. A, a lovable kind of rookie, but <laughs> he's, not really rookie because he's, he's been He's got to get a book eventually. You know I, he does. I, I really want him to get a book he's got so bad. To. But Please. So... Z feels like Madison and Logan and EJ and MJ 
this is his family. This is his real family. This is his real family. Exactly. And this is where the main conflict of the book comes comes into play. So Rich, their agent, um, this is a sign-on year. So his contract uh, is going to expire, and mm-hmm. he wants to get a renewal with Chicago because he doesn't want to leave. Right. Because Madison's already locked in. He's not leaving Chicago. Yeah, Madison is not leaving. But it's, this is a re-signing year for him, which is yes. very important in hockey. A re-signing year is mm-hmm. basically – you know, you're either staying or you're going exactly. somewhere else totally. And Rich, their agent, is insisting that the reason why you're so popular and you're, you're basically claim to fame is the bad boy image. Right. So, like, I need you to be out there. I need you to be doing this or whatever. Like, um, he'll and, even, like, set up, like, a girl. Yeah, that's what like, I was going to say. We find out. Room. Yeah, that Rich has him uh, just a hottie to be on his arm when he's walking out of the locker room. But as soon as they get, like, you know, to the street or whatever, he puts her in a cab and sends her away and goes yeah. with his guys. He rarely like, ever actually literally for show these people. Yes. But it's all to play into this image, this, this guy who doesn't give a fuck, who only yes. cares about himself. Yes. And, of course, he's, like, the enforcer on the team, too. So, like, he brawls a lot. So right. Like so he's always the penalty box. Yeah. You know, like, it it, it, it does. It, it creates this image that people love to hate sort of thing. And I think that you know, one of the Or most emulate. En- yes. <laughs> one of the most endearing things about this is how frustrated Madison is on his behalf. I love it. Yes. Madison and Logan are just kind of, like, they hate it. They yeah. want him to talk to Rich. They're like, you should probably fire him. And they're like, oh, no. Of course he can't He's fire like, I can't. agent. We also find out that in the middle of a season, you cannot talk to the manager or the team. It's like basically kind of like illegal. Like it's, you, it's you have to go through, through an agent, agent, you know, you for know? protection, for all these so contractual reasons or whatever. All offers have to be sent to the legal. agent. Right. You can't talk to the players. So like, you know, he needs his agent until the end of this season, you know. Mm-hmm. And so he's just kind of like, you know, nah, he's like, it's fine, whatever. It seems fine right now. We also learned that um, Stevie definitely, you know, believes this whole charade that's going on. And so does um, her brother, who she trusts a lot. You and know. like Brian so that, is a very straight laced guy. Oh yeah, he's, he's a, known as he's one a of good the guy. A very serious, good guy, yes. reliable, hardworking, hardworking. Like yes. he is just you know as straight as they come. And he absolutely does not like Evan Zanders. No. Like you know whenever he asks about like oh you're flying oh, that man, asshole that, dude, that asshole and stuff. <laughs> that asshole Zanders trouble. is on that uh, team, isn't he? Yeah, exactly. You know. Um. So. Now, like we said, they have like a little shtick going now where every time they go on a flight, Z is like completely focused on her, um, asking lots of questions so what to think, just aggravate her. I love the internal monologue because in the beginning, he doesn't even know that he's falling for her. Yeah. He's just like, I'm going to run her ass off. She is going to fetch for me. Mm-hmm. And it gives him so much pleasure mm-hmm. to torture her. And I'm like, dude. And even Madison's like, you have no idea, right? Like, you, you didn't even he's know. Like, he's, he's like, like what are you like talking about? Her. And it's like, no, like, I don't what? like no. her. I like to annoy her. Yeah. Like, it's like the boy, you know, on the playground who's pulling on the girl's the pigtails. pigtails. Yeah. You know, it's like that's exactly what he's doing. And I think that Liz Tom Ford also strikes a really good balance of Stevie not actually being fully aggravated with him for doing this. She yeah. also enjoys this a little and bit. And she throws shit right back at him, yes. which is hilarious. She that's, throws it right back. That's when it's fun, you and know. And, like, of course it's annoying when he, like, presses the, you know, call button. But, like, <laughs> she also smiles when he does it, too. Exactly. So, like, she's not fully annoyed. Liz Tom Ford does that so beautifully. She yeah. balances out And I love so, it when so her well. – so she her, her best friend is Indy, who is uh, the other flight attendant who's very nice, not Tara. They both hate Tara together. And, like, but Indy's always, like um, – because – she's like you want she's like i would go for you but as soon as i get up there he's going to tell me to come back and get you so there's no point so everybody's noticing this going on yes Um, and they're trying to hide it from fucking tara so tara doesn't know (laughs) right right and so this is an interesting thing so they actually run into each other in a elevator because right now stevie's living with her brother her brother is living in a very expensive apartment building That's, okay you know really it's only for like the high-end celebrities high most end of celebrities, them in sports athletes and z is coming up and she's going down because madison in her, lives in the penthouse floor madison lives in the penthouse at the same hotel a hotel apartment building that her brother lives in mm-hmm. she's going to work at volunteer at a uh, dog shelter <laughs> and she is in a ratty sweatshirt 
shirt and flannel and looking like, you know, she's not expecting to see anybody, obviously. I love obviously. this moment because she's, like, looking down at her phone and she literally walks into a wall. I love these moments. Y'all, where we walk into men. a wall and it's a wall of men. And he immediately is like, you following, you following me, Stevie? Me? <laughs> I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, God, it's so, it's so good. good. And she's like, no, I'm not following you. I live here. She's, she's like, like flustered. He's like, like, he's like uh-huh. Yeah, you yeah. Live here. Flight attendant doesn't sure. he knows how much that costs. He's yeah. like, there's no way you live here. So he actually kind of follows her and they actually I, I also <laughs> like this as well. So there was a scene earlier in the plane where um Tara actually does approach Z whenever he's like hitting the call light mm-hmm. and he wants Stevie to make him a grilled cheese and like he told he tells Tara, <laughs> No, I want Stevie and Tara, you could tell she's put out because oh, yeah. you know, she she, the non fraternizing person, is like, you know, unbuttoning all her buttons so her, yeah, her are all Boobs are out. You know, and she's always like all over the coaches and the admin yeah. staff and shit. So thirsty, you know? Mm-hmm. And so Stevie gets there and she's like, you want a grilled cheese? You could have just asked Tara. She was right there. Oh, no. But I trust I trust your opinion on food more than I do oh, on hers. Oh, yeah. And it, like that's a blow to her ego because she, she's like, what does he mean? Is it because I'm Because I eat a lot? And is that I what you're saying? burgers and stuff like that? Like, is that – like? and so she does not respond to his calls like the rest of the flight. So mm-hmm. when he actually chases after her, I love this fact that like he doesn't even know why he's following her. He doesn't. Like, he That's doesn't. what I love. He doesn't it's know why. Awesome. He's, like, he's like, I don't even understand why I'm why I'm going to Madison's house. But this all of a sudden, I'm off this elevator me, and I'm following her. But I'm running down the street trying to be like, hey, where are you going? Where, where, where are what you are doing? you doing? It's what? late at night. You can't go walking by yourself. And she's like, it's fine. I'm going like a block away. I do this all the time. Yeah, and he's dude. like, what? Anyway, I like the fact that Liz on Ford doesn't let these things fester because Stevie ends up by confronting him, being like, well, what did you mean when you said that? Yes. Did you say because of my body? So I'm going to say it right now. This is why Justin loves these books so yeah. much. Communication. What? I, I guessed it, it, right? Yes. I knew it. I was like, as soon as they're like communicating so openly, I'm like, this is what Jessen is loving so much. And yeah. it is so thorough and so, so well done. And like we have the time where Stevie's up in her feels and she's feeling badly about herself. Right. But she she's she's ballsy enough to be like, well, what did you mean? I want to yeah. clear this up because. She doesn't have zero self-esteem. Yeah. She just has, you know. Moments where it's low and then right. she builds it back up again. Right. I, I like But that she confronts the issue and then yeah. realizes he's like, no, dude. He's just- like, it's because like. You were eating a burger that I was like, yeah, I'd that for looks... sure eat that fucking burger. You know, right. like I saw you eating it at that bar or whatever. So, yeah. of course, I trust you because we like similar food. You, yeah, because you you know what good food is, yeah. you know. And she's like, oh, okay. Yeah, that she's makes like, more sense. Yeah, so like there's all these like little moments and <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I really love that. So, then we have a game which is actually in Nashville. And Nashville is her hometown. She decides mm. to text her High school friends. Oh, God. Her brother even warns her, don't do she, that. He's like, they're mean they're not your friends. They're, they're not mean. your friends. They're yes. mean girls. So we're already kind of, like, set up. And she's already a little nervous, but she also is going to, you know. She doesn't have a lot of friends. She doesn't. Like, she doesn't have a lot of she friends. Doesn't. Well, she moved to Chicago, like, knowing no one. No so one. her literally, her, brother. her and only close friend is her brother and Indy. Yeah, and Indy's as just, a like, attendant. a new friend, too. Yes. So, like. So she's like, oh, well, I just feel like I should contact my friends. Yeah, well, I should try to, you know, Of course, keep in it touch. plays out how we expect it to because we were prompted because the brother already warned us they're mean girls. So I wasn't, I wasn't, yes. I was prepared for these people to be bitches, okay? And they yeah. were. They made a comment about what she was wearing to go out after the game. Yes. Um, Stevie's like, hey, maybe we shouldn't go to that bar because I know the players are going to be there. She's like, they're no like, that's exactly why we want to yeah, go. Yeah, they're like, that's, we want you to, we want you to introduce us. When they get there, they basically tell her, go get our drinks. Like, they're they fucking are assholes, like, I'm okay? like, these are definitely not your friends, yes. Stevie. <laughs> like, what are you doing? Of course, Z is there. And Z, she ignores him. Like, they lock eyes, of course. Yeah. And he's looking. He's like, damn, the body's banging. Oh, God. Because she's shit. in a nice little tight dress. Mm, he's never seen that. I mean, yes. he's seen her in her uniform, seen her in baggy-ass sweats. Yep. But, like, she's in going-out gear. Oh, yeah. He's like, what? Sing to me. And mm-hmm. he actually is eavesdropping on this conversation. Yes. He, he notices that the friends talk down to her. And he hates that. Like, he feels very defensive about that. And then also... Doesn't he overhear the guys? group of guys also say, like, oh, we're going to go with the blondes or whatever. Yeah, why are you giving me the big girl? With the big girl or whatever. And Z is furious at that. Yeah. So, like, he actually ends up by approaching them and, like, being like, hey, you ready? And, like, 
kisses her head. And it, as he's like, "Thanks for out. watching my girl yeah. for me." Yeah, thanks for keeping her company, and like kisses her on the on the head as they're walking out, and he's just like never done this for a girl before but like it feels kind of nice oh like, my it god like a kiss in the head i'm like i love whenever he guys went to hero mode by like the tenderness like yes. they like feeling the tender feelings yes. i like when guys are surprised about that yes. so he actually confronts her and he's just like you need to get away from those friends they're terrible and she's like i know she's like honestly it was a hard lesson like i realized that but i did it anyway because i want to give him the benefit of the doubt awful and then she was like, he ends up by t- telling her straight up, like, I'm attracted to you. This is when they're in the uh, alley scene, yeah. right? Okay, yeah. so just, like, we have another street. caging in scene oh, up against the it. wall. Because, yeah, because he totally is like, he is totally saying, uh, I, I'm i very attracted to you. I want to fuck you. Yeah. Like, he is like flat out. And he's like, and it's going to happen. She's like, it's not going to happen. He's like, he's like. Oh. Yes, it will. And you're going to beg me. And it's going to be, like, you know, beautiful. It's not going to happen until you beg me. Yeah, until you beg me. And and then, like, and so, he, yeah, he kind of shows her how attracted he is to her. Kind of pins her against the wall, and he's like, you want to kiss or whatever. And he she she turns him down. She turns and him down. And that's attracted to him as well. It is. He's like, okay, I'll wait. You know, kind of mm-hmm. thing. And, he, and he's like, come on, I'm going to walk you home. And he doesn't leave her. He walks her back to her hotel, keeps his distance, and makes sure she gets home safely. Yeah. You know. And at the same time, he, yes, he is turned on. He's like, I've never had a woman turn me down. Yeah. Like, what's happening here? And why is it making me want her more? Why am I like, I want her, want her, you know? So eventually, after I believe it's a couple weeks, like Stevie has been intentionally not going out anywhere so that she, right. she, she was like, how do I keep running into this man? Yeah. Like, it's like I can't, fate I can't is like leave. throwing yeah. them together. I can't leave my hotel room because I will run into him because fate's just doing this. Not to only me, that, so. now she wants him. She and, like, wants him. She's she wants him that bad. vibrator and the only way that she can get to her big O is by picturing Z. <laughs> but guess what? So then we have a night. Vibrator runs. Vibrator. The batteries run out. She did not bring a charger. Come on, my girl. <laughs> Rule one of road Be prepared. Tripping. Be prepared. <laughs> anyway, well, it works out on Z's favor because she. I love how she. T- this conversation. She texts him. Well, he oh wait, t- wait, wait. Is this one? Is the Instagram? So she ends up by messaging, DMing him on Instagram, and all she says was "Hey," and his response is an address. Like he's just like, "I'm down. We know what this is. We know I'm what's happening." Questions. It's actually a club, and so I like how he kind of romances her a little bit. It's he not does. just like directly into the hotel room. Like he he knows, knows the owners and the band. Yeah. He's like, "You're gonna love the band." And Let's like, go again, dance. Caging in scene. Caging next in to the, the stage. And he's protecting he's her. protecting her from, like, the crowd who's, like, all trying to get in the front. I'm like, Liz, you know the way to my heart. These are all the things. All, all the, the things. things. Okay. <laughs> so then they go back to his hotel room. And he immediately picks up on the insecurities, okay, because she, like, wants to turn She's on the turn lights. off the lights. And stuff like that. And he, like, is very adamant. He's like, listen. He's like, I love everything about your body. Like, mm-hmm. don't try to hide away from me. Like, I'm I want to see you. I want, I want, I want to see everything. See. Yes. So then he rocks her fucking world. Yep. And then she gets scared. Yeah. Because she immediately pops up. And this is all from Z's point of view. And, like, Z's, like, ready for, like, round two. Like, he wants to go all night. Because mm-hmm. they agreed it was going to be, like, a one-time thing. It was going to be a one-time but he, thing. But he was, like, but, like, a one-night one thing. One-night thing, right? Because, like, he's, like, yeah. uh, I, I'm he's ready to not, go several more times. He's we all, not over it. Right. And we also have a moment, too, where he in, we're in his head that he doesn't like to kiss girls because yeah. they get they get clingy. They think it's romantic, whatever, mm-hmm. if you start kissing them. It's just, like, he wants to, like, bang. But... He's the one who, like, kisses her, you know, right as they're about to climax and stuff. And I just love that. Like, he's giving in. He's breaking all his own rules because he just – he likes her. Likes her, likes her. Likes her, likes her. For real, for real. Yeah. So she immediately, like, throws on her clothes and, like, he even chases her out into the hall. He's naked, guys. He's completely naked. He fucking leaves his room naked with no key (laughs) Um, because he's so obsessed with Stevie, okay? And, like, the moment – there's, like, a very small moment. And he really doesn't think too hard on it. But me as a reader, like – I just felt that yeah. when the doors close and like and she Stevie puts, like, her... puts her head back, like she's like, and He's later on we regret. find out it's regret, but not because she didn't, she wish she didn't do it. It's because he did ruin her for yes. other people. That was the best sex that she ever had. Yeah. And she was like, and if I do it more, I'm going to get attached to him. I can't afford that. Yeah. He's a playboy. Right. It, it's never going to go anywhere. <sighs> 
so then, of course, we have to be reminded that Z is more than just a playboy. Of course he is. And we get the trick-or-treat scene. Oh, my God. Again. So she's been avoiding him again. Mm -hmm. um, But she finds this bundle um, at the door, and it's from their neighbors upstairs, the Madison family, Mm -hmm. um, saying, hey, my my husband missed um, a daughter's trick-or-treat. Would you please hand out this candy? You know, if not, just, you know. Turn on the turn on the light if you would like to basically participate, play participate. Yeah, play along. If not, and she's like, "Well, of course, that's adorable." She's yeah. like, "Thinks that's the sweetest thing ever," and so <laughs> we already know. We already know. know because we've seen background yeah. that EJ has already picked the costumes for the entire family yeah. and extended family of the hockey team. Yeah, um, princess dresses. It's a Disney princess Disney Halloween. Theme. It's a Disney and she's princess. Picking who everyone's dressing as Disney theme. Yes. So they show up trick or treating, and first of all, we had this tender moment where she's just like talking to this little girl who also has wild curly hair. We talk about they talk about that too about how Stevie has like this untamable sort of hair, which she loves, by she the way. It. You know, it's just a contention. Her mom, with her mom gives her shit about it. Yes, but she actually loves. And her EJ hair. has it too, and so she's got this cute bounce. She's like, "Oh, I love the way you know I your, love hair. your hair, you know." And they just sort of had like this click curly girl moment, which like I thought a was cute so cute. With just them, first. just them too, and then we hear Stevie. Yeah, and she looks up, and there he is in princess uh, dress, Elsa. Elsa. From Frozen. From Frozen. And wait on, listen. So an earlier conversation with Madison, whenever he was just kind of like, oh, what? who am I going to? I'm going to be the Beast because he knew that EJ was going to yeah. be Belle. Um, no, it's Disney princess theme. Everyone's a princess. So Madison is actually Cinderella. Yeah. Um, the mom is Ariel because she has red hair. And <laughs> Logan is. And um, she picked Elsa from Frozen for Z because everyone thinks they're mean everyone thinks think like she's Elsa's mean, mean but, but she's, she's really, really she's really nice yeah and that's like what <laughs> Z is like everyone thinks that he's like a person who doesn't care about anybody mm-hmm. else but like like I love that I love when her kids are and like so of too course, smart for their own good yeah Stevie is falling immediately like here's this big playboy guy who is willing to basically embarrass himself yeah for the love of this little girl. He's not even embarrassed, man. He's not embarrassed. He's flirting. He's like, well, he's in an you Elsa like this? costume. You like this? You're getting all turned on by this? The confidence he of this is, man is I so love attractive. Him. I love so him. So it good. is. And, and th- I think that's the difference between, like, cockiness and confidence. It's, like, confident and, and willing to, like, play and be mm-hmm. playful. And, Playfulness. You know. I really like that. And then we see, like, the trail of the whole team are dressed like Yeah, that. like someone's in Merida but costume. It's so good. I also love that we see Madison is kind of noticing that oh, they've Madison. talked because they – they start talking, and Madison immediately is like, "They've been talking outside yeah, the plane. Seems like they've something had some else is going on here, hmm, what's right?" Going on? Then we have an actual therapy session with uh, Z and his uh, therapist, where the therapist is just kind of like getting to the heart of the issue mm-hmm. because Z thinks that having Madison and his family is enough, and the therapist is just kind of like do you want to be loved? Yeah. And he makes Z admit, yes, I do want this. Like, I do I, want I'm that not satisfied with the Playboy image. I do want to feel loved. But Z does feel a little unlovable because he was rejected by both parents. Right? Not only that, we also find out that the mom has been trying to call him for money. money. Now she wants back in his life now that he's yeah. making money. And sometimes he has to change his phone numbers. Like he's had right. to do it in the past. Exactly. Oh, I, see that? I love that part. Um, that he's very private about his phone number, but we know who's going to get his phone number. Oh, yeah. Stevie. <laughs> um, and then after his session, he actually finds Stevie not far from Madison's uh, apartment. And also, we have to say Z is actually across the street. Like, his yes. building is across the street. Yeah. So they all live in the same vicinity. And he actually sees Stevie crying on the curb. And he's like, what? And it, Well, he's also like, oh, man, I don't do crying girls, but also. Like, crying girls, but I can't leave her. I can't yeah. walk away from her. She's sitting there. So she works at that shelter for elderly dogs. They take in all dogs, but mostly yes. elderly dogs. It's dogs that people don't really don't want, want to adopt. adopt. And um, she's like, oh, a dog passed. Like, I knew it was coming, but whatever. So he ends up, like, going into the shelter with her. And we get this sweet <laughs> moment where we get, you know, he gets to see a little bit more of Stevie, the sweet side. Because he's yes. always, like, she's all sass, no sweetness. And he's, he's even kind of like, oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know. I, this isn't good for me. This isn't good for me to see the no. sweet side. Like, I don't want to see the sweet side falling. of her. I want the sass. I don't want to see this heart of gold. Why? <laughs> Why? Why? <laughs> she's already attractive. Why are you doing this to yeah, me? Yeah, I already can't stop thinking about her. And then he meets Rosie, which Rosie yes. is a Doberman. 
and her favorite and she looks intimidating right and so of course stevie laments that nobody wants to adopt her because she's yeah. very intimidating well she takes to z like like it was automatic that oh, yeah. she was just like i like this man she's like give me belly pats and i <laughs> loved it secretly z goes back and she he visits with rosie yes secretly and i yes. love this i love this because I, I i like how just naturally they start caring about each other and mm-hmm. it's like the actions that speak louder than words yeah the fact that he actually gets invested in this you know it's kind of dumpy there's not right run off of donations there's not a ton of donations getting in into this building at all to take care of the yeah dogs. The, the little lady who like runs that is always behind in bills and yeah. you know never has quite enough is always you know um just struggling to make it so we have all these like little moments just like with the christmas Mm -hmm. scene where you know christmas is a little bit disaster then we have the mom is like all on her about just like everything making like little underhanded comments and like when when um like ryan and her dad are like off talking like the mom's very cutting and mm-hmm. so she just has to get out of the apartment yeah she decides to take some beer she doesn't see him posting anything about christmas so she decides to take a beer and she ends up by going towards his apartment At the same time he is kind of humoring his sister having a christmas moment with his, with dad, his dad there yeah and he can't help but also make some cutting remarks to his dad and he ends up by kind of blowing up on his dad like yeah. being like because he's been holding this he's been pinning up this yes. anger for a long time and that's the problem is that it just kind of blows and he knows it as it's happening he's losing his temper and he's saying very hurtful things to his dad and so he just like i gotta get away so he goes downstairs and he's sitting on the curb when stevie sees him and decides um that doesn't look so good I, and she immediately needs to comfort yeah. him so she goes to him And so, um, and they just have like a nice sweet moment and he actually opens up to her in this moment. Like he's vulnerable and he tells her what's going on with his dad, that mm -hmm. they don't have a good relationship. Mm -hmm. She tells him about the relationship with her mom. So like they're getting deeper into each other's lives. And then the the moment, look, it's so sweet. So, so sweet. He's not a hand holder, but their hands are really close and he decides to hook his pinky with hers. And I'm like. Thing. oh why <laughs> you're so far I gone i love the active minds charity ball exactly this is madison lovely. actually tries to get z to ask her to be his date and madison kind of embarrasses him on the plane <laughs> i love that moment where you're so just like funny. he wants he wants you to be to go with him to um this charity event active minds <laughs> it's like and your, he's embarrassed to your ask wingman you. totally yeah. throwing you under the bus and z like looks at him like shut up <laughs> And Stevie's, like, smiling. I can't. I'm already going with my brother, actually. Yeah, so I will be there. So I will be there. And she is looking looking hot. Look at hella fine. Ooh. And also, so her ex ends up by being there as well. Mm. So her brother does not know, but her ex is was friends with him in college. In college. They played college ball together. And another thing that's kind of enforcing in Stevie's mind that people just want her to get to her brother is this guy this ex yes who led her strung her along broke up with her whenever he wanted to go chase some other yeah tail. she heard like they were literally going away to like the finals or something some kind of like toward the end of the college career and she overheard him in the locker room with the guys like she was waiting outside saying uh yeah i'm not gonna be with steve anymore i'm gonna i have options open man you know she's yeah, you just like gonna, you think i'm gonna they're stay, gonna stay with, with her sister if i like, have other options like, like no, no way and so, she's so always been kind of like second best and what she tells Z later on which is kind of like a recurring theme is she's just like I just want to be somebody's first choice. Yes I want to be first choice. I want to be first choice you know which oh gotta love it. So he actually knows about like the the relationship with like the ex like the douchebag because she mm-hmm. opens up to him yeah. about it at the gala and I love how protective he is because Ryan doesn't like whenever Xander's is close to Stevie at this gala. Yes, because he's because Ryan believes in this whole persona he's mm-hmm. given to the public, right. right? But I like how Z stands up for himself and mm-hmm. just kind of like, oh, you're worried about me coming next to your sister you might want to and um, you're inviting your ex-best friend her ex like i have a problem with that and ryan's yeah. like what are you talking what do you know about that and he's like, like talk, you to, your talk sister. to your sister because yeah. i don't like that and i was yeah. like i also man. loved how he totally shut down that douchebag like at the so club because he was just like you know you want me back like this guy's trying to get back with her because she used to always go back to him and now she d- doesn't you know right. and she's like no i don't need you anymore in my life yep. sort of thing Yep. So 
I love it. Oh, and they also have like uh, on the plane. There's so many like small scenes, which I think is really good. This book does span quite a few. Oh months, yeah, this is not, months, and, and that's what I think is. It feels very real, like a real mm-hmm. falling in love relationship. Right. You know. Um, I like the moment where Indy kind of like helps them uh, sneak a kiss on the plane yes! for New Year's Eve. For New Year's Eve. That was so sweet. That, oh. that was a great scene. Um, but there's all like these little moments. Rich, the agent's getting mad because he hasn't been pictured with girls lately, and he's like, "What the fuck's going on?" Like, I haven't heard from Chicago. They haven't. They haven't given me a contract. Because you're not option. playing into the you're whole. Not, you they're know. not gonna like you if you're not doing that. So I guess we're gonna have to shop for other options. And he knows this is one of these biggest fears. Right. He knows that he wants to stay in Chicago with Madison. And that's sort of become so now they're in a relationship, and that it's become a big contention is that she knows he, he's playing into this whole persona and not showing people his re- who he really is because he's trying to get re-signed. But at the same time, she's always thinking in the back of her mind, you know, he's lying. He's lying to everyone about who he is. And I don't like that. I don't like him hiding himself. Like, what does that mean? Is he going to yeah, ever... Yeah, is he always for his... Like, he's not close to retiring. Is he always going to want to play into this persona? Or is... Yeah, or he, is he, he ever going to... if we did not have a fraternization policy, which they keep their relationship on the download because of that right. as well. Like, would I still be a secret because he needs to play into this persona? Like, I... Right. It's very kind of up in the air. They want to be together, but it seems impossible. And that's playing into our currently. own fears of not being... Of being second best. Right. You know? Exactly. So, um, oh, and also, right before they get together, he adopts Rosie, the government, on the sly. (gasps) So sweet. And he wasn't even going to tell her, but she just so happens to be there on that day. And I love how he brings EJ because he wants to make sure the dog was good with EJ because he knew, like, I can't get a dog that's not good with my favorite little humans. This is all in Stevie's point of view. And she's like, oh, my God, he's just killing me here. Yeah. Bringing this cute little girl, adopting one of the dogs. Like, she's literally crying. Yeah. And And he's just, like, grinning, like, oh. Yeah. I've got her heart, <laughs> but he didn't do it. He didn't for do it her. For this is one of my favorite moments because I love where um, the um, owners like, "Can I get your phone number? Because we're going to have to do a house visit, you know, to be." And she's like, "Well, I don't give out my phone number, but I will give it to Stevie." Yeah. It's like Stevie, give me your phone. And, and, and that's- then Cheryl's like, "Oh, well, we don't need to do a house visit since you know her." It's like, "Oh no, like, oh, no, no, no! I think I think we do need to do it. We and do I think Stevie ha- needs to come do the house." Visit. Seven o'clock tonight. Work Seven for you. <laughs> That's when he puts himself Z Daddy in her Z phone. Z Daddy. <laughs> With like a heart and an eggplant and emoji. An eggplant, absolutely. <laughs> so freaking cute. It's so awesome. They do decide to be in a relationship. They keep it a secret. And um, I really like just the vulnerability. Like every sweet moment that they are together. I love seeing couples sweet together. Like yeah. there's one moment where they're just cuddling on the couch and um, – he just has a sudden urge to open up to her again and he admits that he misses his dad. Yeah. And like she's like you should tell him like it's life's too short you have to tell the people that that you love that you miss him so he ends Mm -hmm. up by texting his dad saying i miss you the dad says i miss you too um i know we have a lot to talk about so whenever you're ready just let me know and then his dad texts again i love you and then z starts to cry and stevie just holds him while he cries like oh "Oh god i just love it it was so real though so real so it was so real that moment she makes him be a little bit more brave right in those situations this is where i this is when you know it feels like a real relationship because in real good relationships where two people are in love it's like they become better yeah. in you know being together mm-hmm. you know what i mean and they don't try to change each other they like, don't try to change each other he, he, tr- he hates that she wears baggy stuff because he wants her to look good and she and he likes designer stuff and yeah. they kind of make this compromise go shopping she's like we have to go thrifting and, <laughs> and he's like one thing he's like yeah nobody will recognize me on this part of town yeah. <laughs> i don't shop over here he finds something that he likes um <laughs> he does which i love that and then the trade-off is that he gets to buy her something really expensive yes and he gets her custom rings because it's kind of been a thing he wears her old like pinky <laughs> His, oh, well, it's her thumb ring. It's her that thumb he ring that she pinky. used to twist a lot, yeah. and he puts on. His, she's like, uh, "That's gonna turn your Thing skin green. green." They're not real. Yeah, they're not it's real. not real gold. Like and he doesn't care. Stuff, and he's, he's like, like I, don't "I don't care." care. And so he replaces all her rings, and um, she even makes a comment like, "Oh, you need to replace replace that ring too." Mm-hmm. And he's like, "No, I want to keep this one. This one's mine. Yeah. This one's mine." Yeah, like he doesn't want to. I love that. <sighs> and in a surprising twist, so you remember the notes with all his women. Oh my god! Um, this is a surprise, good surprise this, for me because it's me something too. that you expect. Like when uh, this man has something that maybe he would want to hide from his new partner, and you would expect her to find the notes and like and go it would off just and, be, like, be yes, like, crazy. And this would be another big fight between them. So 
<laughs> I think they were making a list of all the foods that they want to go try takeout and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And he's just like, make a note about it on my phone. So she's in there and she's like, what is this? Like, and he's like, oh, that's a list of, you know, girls that I would hook up with in every city that we're going. She's like, wow, you're such a man whore. She, like, like teases him about you, it. She's like, you have a list. She kind of laughs. She's like, she you laughs. seriously have a list. Let and me see I that damn that list. Reaction. But then it turned into a sweet moment because she's like, I'm going to go check out Nashville because, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just curious to see, like, what girls. And it actually says, Stevie, curly hair and an amazing ass. Won't sleep with me, but I hope she changes her mind. <laughs> She opens and, another one, and it's every it's yes. every city that they've actually been to that has a note about Stevie. It's so all like about the her. One about Denver. He's says, deleted the other ones. Deleted everything, and the next one says Stevie has an attitude, likes basketball, and is a down to eat burgers. And that's from the Denver one. Whatever he saw <laughs> in, in the bar. Yes. DC says Stevie, best sex of my life. Like all the yes. all the notes are so amazing. And then she's like, Well, why are these empty? Because we haven't gone to them yet. Oh, oh. excuse me, Z. Stop it. romantic <laughs> okay so of course all all of this all of this has got to you know come crashing and burning at mm-hmm. some point at some point it has to crash and burn and it actually comes crashing and burning because um the paparazzi actually get a photo of them whenever they're coming back from one of the games and like at first he sees like nobody's there some paparazzi have kind of been yeah out there because they've they're been almost to the finals like you and know? so strangely and this should be a like like a red flag strangely there's no one outside his there's no one there no one there he's, so he's like, like oh coast is clear we can oh, we're good walk in so together. they're walking in holding hands and suddenly they jump out of the freaking bushes like yeah. crazy paparazzi yes like, like crazy, crazy y'all it's and so such a setup to like throw his jacket over stevie to try to hide her right and so everyone's like oh who's this mystery woman and like comments yeah. are being so brutal about her on the internet stevie's upset oh eventually stevie's like i want to go home i want to go you know my apartment and xander's is like this is tearing me up because these people are tearing into her yeah i don't want my reputation to affect her that was one of the things that ryan warned about exactly so like he like this is something that crystal uh talks about is um he actually pulls a white fang moment where he breaks up with stevie for her own good which Uh, can be very annoying which can be very annoying i will say i was i was annoyed with z i'm like you stupid 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 ass and the thing was (laughs) and we get into her head like and and so here's our like one moment of miscommunication a little bit because when she leaves he thinks she is devastated because of the things they're saying on the internet but she really wants to go home and talk to ryan she's like i need to figure out how i'm gonna manage this if i'm gonna i might lose my job now you know like she's thinking about other things yes that hurt her but it wasn't what he thought yes you know what i mean it's kind of like she wanted to ask ryan because he's used to the media attention yeah like how do i navigate this but again when she leaves she seems really upset and instead of telling z why she wants to go back home and talk to her brother i just want to go home yeah and then instead of z actually telling her real reasons why he's breaking up with her um he hurts her while he breaks up with her and she's devastated and she's like why would you make me fall in love with you if you know why and that's the first time it's even mentioned like the love word exactly so um of course we have you know stevie once her actual name gets out which he is pissed that her actual name gets right at this point um that's when we start to suspect we also start to suspect the agent because Madison's the one. He's like, dude, nobody would know this information. Yeah, but we him. know that Rich is like getting you a know, cut for the paparazzi stuff. Like that's why he wants you to be seen with girls. Like I bet you he was the one to um give him your address to right. know where you and were to, and to know and Stevie's name. Stevie's name. Like come on. How like, would they how, know how that? Would they happen. And so I love that the moment he actually fires Rich is like after the paparazzi are like swarming her and he's yeah. like gonna come to her rescue, but she turns around and she like. Puts the paparazzi on blast. Yeah. And also makes them kind of laugh a little bit. And yeah. And he's just like, wow, she's such a badass. And he's also thinking about how he can win her back. And then he calls Rich and he's just like, you're fired. Madison has already fired yes. Rich. Because Madison's like. I love like, this. Rich is fucking with you. We're not going to support him anymore. We're yeah. firing him. If you're not firing him, like, we understand it's your resign year or whatever. But, like, we're firing him. So they did already. <laughs> and so he tells Rich. He's like, you're fired. And he's like, oh you can't fire me and like he goes through with it he's like absolutely mm. he's like i know it was you and i'm sick of it rich absolutely yeah. sick of bye it. bye then, then then he thinks he he thinks he can talk to stevie on the plane the next day 
but then because she, she said being, yeah she yeah. does say oh next time i'm not ready to talk about it like next right time. night right she now lied a little bit. but she already knows she's already taken a job in seattle and oh, she's, she's even she's going to look for she's going to look for an apartment in seattle right now and he freaks out whenever <laughs> another flight attendant is giving the emergency exit spiel oh my god find who are you like where is she Poor so he's trying to get in touch yeah. with her. He goes to Ryan's apartment. Ryan's like, go away, douchebag. And he's like, no. <laughs> he's like, man, you really are in love with her. Yeah, I love that Ryan recognizes it. Rich. And, like, yeah. and Ryan knows what this means. And he's Ryan's like, dude, like, you're in a resigning. You can't do that. He's, he's like, like, I but did. I did. <laughs> and he's like, wow, okay, you love her. Maybe, yeah, maybe okay, I'll maybe. Approve. Maybe like, I'll approve. He got some points with the brother yeah, right there. <laughs> for sure. And um, so... I, I just really love it. And then we yeah. have, like, a couple moments where, like, he sees – he he does see her, and he tries to explain, but, like, can't really – he's just like, I just I just need another chance. And he tries to give her tickets to, like, their yeah. final game and stuff. And he thinks she, that she's not she, there, but, but she, she actually is. is there, and yeah. she can't get to the – So there's a lot of mean yeah. misses and stuff. Yeah. She knows that she wants to give him another chance. She yeah. does. She knows – she's like, I can't – I couldn't make a down payment on a Seattle apartment. Like, I, I'm not going to be able to go there, you yeah. know? And when they're actually celebrating after they do win the – They're um, like a, the parade. Yeah, they're at the, the parade. Yes. He makes them stop and because he, he sees her. And he goes and he makes his big declaration. Yeah, he goes because he's the adoption aide. He's like, I bet she's there, yeah. you know? And he goes and gets her and then drags her up on the top of the bus. It's lovely. And it's beautiful. then we find out after they've had their hookup after this, one of the team managers shows about his apartment. He's I like, love hey, this moment. We find out that this fucking douchebag Rich <laughs> yeah. has been knowing that Chicago has offered since the start of this season. Since October. Since October. But kept coming back saying that Z wanted more money. He's like a dude. He's like, I never He's wanted like, more I, money. I didn't even know that <sighs> there was an offer on the table. I mean, this is illegal Illegal. for an agent to do. absolutely. Like, illegal. So, um, long story short, he re-signs with Chicago with one stipulation. He wants them to completely fund the dog rescue. Yes. So, like, they're the new sponsor, basically. They cover all the bills. (laughs) It's, like, redone. And they also feature um, puppies, like, well, not puppies, older dogs on yes. every home game. On yeah, the, on they the bring Jumbotron. one of the little dogs yes. with them to oh help adopt God, them. Oh, my God, how freaking sweet it is, is that? I love it. I love it so much. So then, of course, Stevie's <laughs> moving in with Z. And during the course of this, I mean, this book is pretty long. Um, during the course of this, we get hints about Indy and Ryan. Yes. So the first night that Indy and Ryan meet, Indy has discovered that her boyfriend of six years has I been cheating on her. I knew it too. There, there was a, there she, was, she, she was so like, oh no, man, these hockey players be so fine. But like, I I've got Alex. Man. Alex is so man. wonderful. Mm-hmm. She's like, but I'm going to surprise him and go home early. I was like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I know yeah. what she's going to find. And sure enough, she did. So she shows up at Stevie and Ryan's apartment yeah. sobbing. Sobbing, okay? And Ryan happens to be shirtless, shirtless in, the kitchen. in the kitchen. And I love how she turns around. She's <laughs> like, who are you? Why are you hot? <laughs> Why are you all so attractive? You're so attractive. So you know, like, like she's, she's a hot mess. Crying at like 3 a.m. singing Celine Dion. And like Ryan, Ryan runs, is hiding in his he room. He runs to his room. And like never comes out. And then out. the next night, they like not the next night, but um, they're in Miami and they're all together. They're all like, out. The they're all going Miami, party. The hockey players are in Miami. They go yeah. out, and he gets fucking drunk. Okay, ah. kind of goes off on Ryan. He, and she was like, "You're scared of me because I'm hot. Like you're not used to hot girls." Or yeah. Whatever. And she and he's like looking at her like, "What the fuck?" And then she throws up on his shoes. Like, oh god, it's just such a perfect thing. And then at the end, we find out that um. Ah. Basically, Stevie guilt trips Ryan because Indy yes. needs a place to stay. And since yes. now she's no longer living in the second bedroom, she's living with Z now. Yep. She's like, Indy can stay there. So that's Y'all. what the right move is about. Oh, I can't wait to talk about the right move. <laughs> it's so good. It's so so good. good. So good. Okay, so showdown scene. Showdown. I so many. It's ridiculous. I know. Like, it was very hard. So, okay. So two of my favorite scenes are... When he saves her from those bitches in the in the club mm-hmm. and um and in the alleyway basically tells her how insanely attracted he is to yeah. her and that he wants her. And like Absolutely. she's feeling just all the attention, you know, and, and she knows he's a big deal, you know. Mm-hmm. Um and I love that moment. 
That I loved the most. But I also loved Adopting Rosie. Oh, God. The Adopting Rosie scene is so hard Adopting to Adopting Rosie. That's one of my favorites Because sure. then, like, so they take pictures of the adoptees w- for the wall. For the wall and so, of course, wall. EJ's there. And he's like, no, you come in too, Stevie. And he pulls her close. I need, all my, I need all my girls together. I'm sorry. It's so and, cute. Like, he's pulling her close. And she's got her hand on his thigh. And they're just like. Uh, it was just. We should also mention that she was never allowed to have a dog because Ryan's because yes, Ryan's allergic. So like, he gives her this too. Oh, it's like so this good. is this is our dog. I agree. I think that the Rosie adopting scene is so hard to beat. I will. <laughs> I would like to mention another scene just because again, I feel like Liz Tom Ford just does a phenomenal job mm-hmm. with the insecurities of Stevie's body image. It was the night that um, Logan actually snuck some uh, custom-made jerseys that all the wags were oh, wearing. Yes. And Z had gone to morning skate practice. He comes back home, and she didn't realize that he was coming home so early, and she's in the bathroom, and she's crying, and he hears her. She's just, like, so in her bra in and jeans and crying. And he's like, what is wrong? What's and happening? she's like, she's like, the shirt doesn't fit, you know? And he comes behind her, and he makes her say stuff that she likes about herself, and She's uh, only uh-huh. able to say that she likes her hair and, and her she eyes. Likes her eyes. Yeah. And he's and he's like, well, what else? And she just shakes her head. And he's like, okay, well, what do you not like about yourself? And she's like looking at him like, what? I don't want to say what I don't like about myself. And he's like, no, just trust me. And so she mentions she doesn't like her. I think it's her boobs because they're boobs. two different sizes. Her stomach. Her um, pooch. Her, because it's not flat. She wants yeah. to be flatter and her stretch marks. And he goes on and on about why he loves the things that she hates. And God. I'm just like, I was like. Like, oh my Stop. god i love it it's so like and she i don't makes, know he makes her smile again it's like so like, therapeutic he makes her appreciate yeah. yeah like you can see he got through to her like and he's like it's okay to have these moments but i'm and I'm she be feels he's remind, not lying yeah but i'm you gonna know? be here to remind you that i still love you yeah. like basically i love all of this. All of this. Nothing. Like, do you feel this right now? Hello? Yeah. Yeah. It's like, let me show you how much I let love all this. Let me show you how much I love this. <laughs> so I just think that it was so perfectly done. And I think because I'm so picky about how body image is rep- represented yeah. to make me still feel like we're just not dunking on the heroin yeah. for not having Because everyone feels... Every single one, no matter Every what woman. kind of body type you have. If yes. you have the builder body type or if you're nice and curvy, like, you're going to have insecurities. Like, yeah. You, you just – It's true. You got to rise above it most days, but you're still going to have your bad days. And I think right. that I like that Stevie, for the most part, is confident, but she has her bad days. Yeah. And I like the way that all of it's represented. So I think it was so well 100% on all so that. Lish, so delish. All right, guys, we hope that you enjoyed today's episode and we look forward to the next one where we'll be reviewing the second book in the series, The Right Move. Thanks so much for listening. This goes out to all the fangirls. Life's better with a little H-E-A.